Welcome to the podcast, Intuition Speaks with Tia Marie. I'm so excited that you guys decided to join me today for another episode. This is a podcast about spiritual well-being, growth, and development, and just becoming the best version of you that you could possibly be. I am Tia Marie, an Akashic reader, shamanic healer, and overall intuition specialist, here to help you on your own personal spiritual journey by sharing my own experiences as I grow and develop with you guys. All right, welcome to this week's episode of Intuition Speaks. I have a very special guest here with me today. I have Miss Monique, and we're having a conscious conversation. So essentially, we're literally just drawing cards out of decks that we are called to, and we're going to reveal what we pulled ahead of time and then discuss it. So before we get into that fun part, Monique, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yeah, well, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited for this conscious conversation, you know, and we were talking about what topic do we want to do? What are we thinking? I'm like, let's just go for it. See what happens. (laughs) So yes, I'm Monique Bacon. I've been an educator for the past 10 years. Um, and I'm now moving into a counseling, um, the counseling world. Um, I'm a Reiki master teacher and also a self-taught intuitive card reader. Um, I have a business called Soul Transformation, and I do a lot with Reiki. I do a lot with releasing. I do group sessions. Um, so that's kind of what I do. It's just kind of become a part of my life. Yeah. Not really whole- like separate. The whole pandemic kind of shifted a lot of things for a lot of people. And wasn't that when you started like really getting into all this? Yeah. So yeah, the pandemic really shifted things for me. That's when I realized I've always taught like a counselor. And I also realized just how intuitive I was when I first got my first deck and it was just everything kind of shifted and everything changed and I was introduced to just this huge healing world. Um, It started with Young Living Essential Oils that opened my eyes to Reiki and energy work and trusting your intuition and some witchy stuff and (laughs) herbal remedies. And, you know, it just kind of evolved. I started writing um, my own guided meditations during the pandemic as a way of healing myself and healing the world. And it just, yeah, I wanted to bring that calm because people were feeling so chaotic during that time. Yeah. I love that. And I love how everything kind of flows into one another, how you can like start on one end of the spectrum and pick up all these like little fun things along the way. And they all fit together just perfectly. Mm -hmm. They really do. It's, I I was talking to a friend this morning, actually, and she's like, everything's falling into place for you. I said, yes, Mm -hmm. it is. It feels really good. (laughs) I love that mantra. Like everything is falling into place for me. Mm -hmm. 
as like, I'm ready for the next opportunity. Yeah. Whatever that might be, right. Just being open, surrendering. Yeah. So what really called you to cards? Cause we're going to get into our cards mm-hmm. in a minute. What really called you into the cards? I would call it a, like a nudge from spirit without actually knowing it was a nudge from spirit. If that makes any sense. I would always loved Gabby Bernstein. Like mm-hmm. I want to be here when I grow up. <laughs> um, I just always idolized her. And I thought that she just had this way of, you know, using affirmations to help people and to connect with other people. So I bought my first deck in, it was January of 2020, mm-hmm. you know, right before the world kind of went crazy. And I bought my first deck and I really was just using it for me of just, I want to pull a card for myself every morning as an intention to set for the rest of my day. Um, I also started doing it for my students. So we would have like a card of the day and we would talk about it and have our little morning circle. And then I started kind of fooling around and was like, Oh, I'm going to pull cards for friends. And that's when these intuitive hits were happening. And I was getting messages from spirit. It freaked me out at first. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> what? Why am I hearing voices? And why am I seeing flashes of things? And I didn't really understand my clairs. So I had to kind of dig into that more like, what are Claire's and what does that mean? Um, but I loved just how it could make you feel really good in the moment. Like pulling a card just gives you so much clarity in your life. And I thought, you know, during the pandemic, wow, this is a way that I can connect with others. I can bring them clarity. I can offer them guidance that maybe they're not getting in their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a long answer, but yeah. No, that's perfect. (laughs) I love cards because I feel like they tell a story. Mm. And I feel like sometimes with intuitive readings, like you don't always get the message you want to hear. You get the message you need to hear. Mm -hmm. And it comes across so much more gentler when it's like picture storybook time. Mm-hmm. Than getting it fed to you <laughs> raw with a spoon. You know what I mean? It comes with a little <laughs> extra sugar if it has yeah. the story behind it. So that's one of the reasons I absolutely love and adore the Oracle cards because I feel like you can pull the same card a million times, mm. but maybe the meaning behind it is a little bit different depending on the situation. Yeah, that's so true. I think that, you know, people are going to resonate. They might resonate with the image more than the, you know, actual message itself, or they're going to pull something from it. You know, if there's a picture of a spirit animal in the, in the card, they might pull that from it and say, Ooh, that's my message today. Yeah. Yeah. It's really creative. And it's, I feel like it's very personal. It's a very personal thing. Yeah, I think when it comes to selecting your decks too, because we both have an assortment of them. Yes. <laughs> I think it's so personal to the individual, the reader, 
Like I literally have to touch every deck before mm-hmm. I decide on it. And if I can't physically touch it, then I need to sleep on it. And it's like one of these things, like I'll feel like a maybe about it, but I won't, I won't pull the trigger until I feel like a yes. So like, I'll be like, oh, I'll revisit that. Maybe this is in my future to work with this, but not right now. Um, was it like that for you for when you, uh, started collecting yours? Yeah, for sure. Um, so this one, the angels, gods, and goddesses deck that I pulled from today, I was in a ran, it's not random, I guess. I was in a, like apothecary place in Sturbridge and it was mostly crystals and books. And this was the only deck that they had Wow, alone on a shelf. I, and I felt this like pull, this energetic pull towards it. And I'm like, I have to go home with this. I don't know why, but I have to go home with this. Um, yeah, I'm a very tactile person. So I'm the same where I have to really feel the energy of it. Um, I've done pop-up readings and like gift shops. And I always have to feel the deck before I actually decide on it. Um, yeah, it's a very, it's an energetic thing. It's not just cards. Yeah. It's not like you're playing poker (laughs) with spirit. No, (laughs) no, not at all. Sometimes I've had readings where their spirit guides are so, um, they're so in tune with the reading and they'll try to hijack. Like they'll be like, no, 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 no. She needs to hear this. Like, she's not ready for this. (laughs) So then it's like this back and forth of... (laughs) okay, like we got to see what's right for her in this moment. (laughs) You become the unwilling liaison. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Like, do I want to share this? Do I not want to share this? Yeah. Yeah, That's awesome. (laughs) Sometimes (laughs) having that discernment to like know when it's right to share or how to share something is so important. I think, and as a reader, Mm -hmm. you learn to develop that and Mm -hmm. I've had some readings where I've told people messages that I'm like, I feel like they're going to be triggered by this. So I do give them like, before you read this, like, here's your trigger warning, but I'm here Mm -hmm. to support you. So sometimes, yeah, it's the time to hear it. Unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah. I I like giving them a warning. I usually get very dramatic. So I'll like, look at the card and I'll be like, Oh, Oh my gosh, look at visual warning. Yeah. (laughs) And they're like, what's happening? I'm like, I'll tell you what it is. I promise. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So (laughs) let's, before we reveal our cards, talk about the decks that we chose. So I know you chose the angel deck and then you chose Mm -hmm. one other. I chose my angel deck and I also chose um, my moonology deck because we're heading into a full moon in Aries, which is my sign on the double Aries, double Aries rising Capricorn. So this is your, this is going to be your vibe in your time to thrive. Yes. I feel it so deeply. It's kind of scary, but exciting. Um, so yeah, I was very drawn to that moon energy. So I picked my moonology deck. Um, I thought it would be a really good one. I don't use it in all of my readings because, um, the cards are very blunt, mm. <laughs> like the messaging behind them are very blunt. And sometimes people are not ready for it. Um, 
So I am very cautious when I use it, but for me, I'm like, Ooh, just feeling it. And then angels, gods, and goddesses. Like I said, this was the deck I got in Sturbridge at that apothecary. And I don't know. I'm just feeling this, like, I'm feeling a deeper connection with, with angels and like gods and goddesses. Like I'm feeling that just they're here, they're coming in. Um, so I was just feeling very pulled to those two. Nice. And then today I picked flowers of the night Oracle, which were Mm -hmm. a deck I picked up at a local shop. And the thing I loved about this shop is she literally had every single deck that they sold an open copy of it so that you could feel the cards. You could look at the cards, you could look at the book. So I really appreciated, uh, that. And I felt really drawn to them. (laughs) It has my favorite animal on the cover. So I couldn't say no. It's a fox. If you don't know by yourself, <laughs> the fox follows me everywhere. Um, and then the second deck I picked was the herbal healing deck. I recently had a reading from my friend with this deck and I was like, I have to have this deck now and uh, herbs and, you know, the earth earthy feelings are all like really connecting to me. And before I started to read Oracle cards, I used to read wildflowers. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So I used to go out and go for a walk and any wildflower I found, I would take a close-up picture of it. And when I got home, I would channel energy from the flowers. (laughs) How like kind of speechless. How did I not know about that? Um, the first job I ever had was as a florist. Wow. So, so I'm cool. super connected to flowers. Yeah. Well, next time you're hanging out with some flowers, you could ask them how they're t- what messages yeah. they have for you. Yeah. They're very, they're very tapped into collective energy because if you think about how flowers grow in the wild, there's not one of them. There's yeah. like thousands of them so yeah it's really fun that's so cool I've never I've never heard of that like reading wildflowers wow that's really powerful so like if you wanted to do a reading for a person I know we keep getting off track but if you wanted to do a reading for a person what you would do is you would have them you know give you whatever their issue or whatever they're contemplating and you would just clear your energy and you would go for a walk out in the woods, obviously during a time when flowers are blooming. Right. Um, and then based upon what you come upon and what mm-hmm. you felt pulled to take pictures of, you would take pictures of whatever flowers. Um, and then you would come back and sit down and you would channel the energy from those flowers. I love that so much for so many reasons. <laughs> and it's funny because when I'm yeah, but I just have never, I've never heard of that. That's so, that's so cool. It was something I just randomly did <laughs> for no um, rhyme or reason. I I love that. And I think that flowers hold such a powerful energy mm-hmm. and just even just that like love, that unconditional love energy. Whenever I'm doing um, Reiki, I do a lot of visualization work and I always have flowers there's always a flower swirling around in someone's heart space. Like I've always, so it's, 
course. Now you need universe. to speak to the flowers and ask yeah. them what they want to tell the person. Yeah, that's powerful. Very cool. What? So you picked your flower deck and what's the other one? The herbal healing. Herbal healing. Yeah. So I'll let you reveal your cards first. I'm Ooh, really okay. excited. I know. I don't know what they are. <laughs> Ooh. Huh. Well, I pulled the full moon in Aries. Wow. I saw you shuffle that deck. That's so wild. Full moon in Aries. Wow. A fiery climax approaches. Yeah. Yeah. And then the new moon, a new start is coming. Do you know how many times I've heard a new start, a restart? Mm -hmm. These words keep coming up from different sources in different readings for me and readings for other people. It's just, it's almost like mind boggling. I think just as a collective energy, like that's where we're going. (laughs) Yeah. I think we all desire that. We all are desiring a new start. We're all desiring like something else. There's something Mm. else that's kind of on the brink. Yeah. So the full moon in Aries, I'll read like just kind of some bits and pieces. So it's a super fiery time. No, uh, (laughs) no question about that. Emotions are very high. Mm -hmm. Again, no question on the upside. There's also excitement about what may lie ahead, but tempers can flare. So it's Mm -hmm. really just this time of just what I'm feeling, at least it's this time of allowing yourself to be in a cocoon, Mm. allow yourself to be in a cocoon, to be cozy. I have been just craving fuzzy blankets. Not that it's like a new thing for me, but just in general, just being wrapped and being in something. Um, and just kind of sitting with yourself, like really connecting with yourself, sitting with yourself and just being like, okay, well, I'm feeling a little fiery about this situation or about something. Let's kind of explore that. Let's dig into that. Let's see what that's all about. Um, so no matter when you pull this card, it signals that the situation has just, or is about to come to a peak, but it can also be heated. So that's when you just, you got to bring yourself down. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Definitely uh, feeling that. Self-reflection and observation is what's coming up for me when I think Mm. about that card. Like we are entering a time where like, there's going to be more space between the thing that's happening, our recognition of it being a trigger or causing emotion in us. Mm. And then the action we choose to take. So I kind of feel like this time energy warp's been coming for a while and it's becoming more and more apparent near the end of the year where like point A, point B, Mm -hmm. and then point C. And then there's like this expansion between them where you're like given the opportunity to make better choices. Yeah. Expansion's the perfect word. I'm glad you said expansion. That's been something I've been very much feeling is just that expansive and then just in those pockets where you're feeling like, Ooh, like things are kind of weird and off or stuck. 
like that's when we really go inward um, and do all of that really deep healing work. And the new moon, a new start is coming. That's all about new beginnings, right? Saying that there's a yes coming your way. It's there. It's right there. It's just, you got to kind of get through all this junk in -hmm. order to get to it. Um, Yeah. A new start is on its way. You will soon start to feel more hopeful about getting what you want, what you desire. Your belief that your dreams can manifest is working well, right? New moons are all about manifestation. They're all about really tapping into that kind of energy. Um, So it it can be also, um, (laughs) this is funny. It says it's a time that witches do their work. So (laughs) all about setting intentions. I know I'm like, this is perfect. All about setting intentions, making wishes, lying down the intentions for the new cycle, putting them on your altar, really just tapping into that. Um, And that's the thing that's powerful about new moons, I feel like, is you can really tap into that energy of manifestation anytime. Mm. Just like you can burn things for the full moon anytime. You know, you can do that burn and release. Um, I, I'm still kind of mind blown that I pulled the full moon in Aries. <laughs> I think what comes with new beginnings that people sometimes forget is we have to close doors. Mm-hmm. So like oftentimes we, yes, we want that permission to have the yes, to move on and have the new things, but we're not always willing to close the doors behind us. Because yes. somehow there's like security and being able to backtrack. Mm-hmm. But I think with this energy that's coming up with this full moon, it's saying like, no, you need to resolve these things. You need to acknowledge them within you and mm-hmm. you need to burn that stuff and let it yeah. go. Shut the door. And that's so hard for so many people because letting go of what they already know for what could be is so insecure, anxiety ridden, like hurt clenching. Yes. Yeah. Right. Cause falling away isn't, isn't always, um, isn't always a beautiful, wonderful thing, right? There's, there's always some kind of pain that happens because of that. Because if we really think about what we're holding on to that we need to let go of, you know, there's an energetic, there's a frequency to that. And when we're allowing that frequency to be trapped, yeah, we're going to feel a certain way when we finally have to kind of release it. Um, yeah, I feel like that's very much what it is. There's a lot of doors that need to be closed and locked. And maybe burned. (laughs) (laughs) Throw away the key. And just, they need to be done um, so that you're able to step into your power, so that you are able to step into a new frequency. So you can experience this expansion and you can experience like all the abundance coming your way. Yeah. The vision that they just showed me was basically like, it's getting cold. If you want to heat your house and make the best use of your energy, if you have every door to the outside world open, you're just going to leak your energy everywhere. Yeah. 
So you need to concentrate your energy on the the path that you want to go and you can't have all the doors open. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I can. Oh, I can see that. I like that. Yeah. With it being cold or then if you are letting your energy out, even windows, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's going out the windows, going out the chimneys, going out everywhere. You're probably going to spiral into a cycle of burnout. Yeah. You're going to be giving, 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 taking, taking, taking. You're, you're going to be depleted and you're probably going to get a winter cold. Yeah. <laughs> because you, because you didn't let go of that junk that has been holding you back. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Now is the time. I'm going to pull my card from the flowers of the night Ooh. and then we yeah. can Ooh, celebration. Ooh, oh, it's beautiful. So what's coming up for me with this is like, even though we have all these sort of obstacles that we're overcoming right now, we really need to focus on like the inward focus, celebrating the small things that you are already letting go of, the small Mm -hmm. things that you're already being victorious about and not necessarily focused on the end point. We're really trying to be more intentional, trying to be more pulled into the now right now and not necessarily looking too far ahead. So the celebration comes in the moment where we are right in the center and then expanding that energy outward from us so that we experience more of that. So it's kind of like having that gratitude for right now and right here and today, like starting your day, like what did you do today? Or what did you do yesterday? That was so amazing. Let's build off of that. Mm. And that's the energy that I'm getting from this card is like, even though we're going to struggle, you need to celebrate the small little victories to kind of help us get through each step, one baby step at a time. Yeah. I, yeah, I totally can see that and kind of what you were saying with the, you have point A over here, B over here and C's way over here, enjoying those pockets, even if they are uncomfortable at times, enjoying those pockets and really saying like, <clears throat> it could be something as simple as I said no to something that I probably would have said yes to. Oh, I love that example. <laughs> like, yeah, my crown's like, <laughs> And, or something like, um, you know, I, I was able to have that difficult conversation with a coworker Mm. and I found peace afterwards. That's something to celebrate. Yeah. Saying yes to yourself. Yeah. What's really been helping me lately is. I should on myself too much. And then I made contracts mm-hmm. with other people that I really shouldn't have gone into contract with. Yep, so I've done that. <laughs> regular check-ins with myself, which seem like they should be really obvious to like most right. people, but we, how many people actually do, how many people actually take the time today and be like, is it in my energy today to do this? Mm-hmm. Or do they just make the list and be like, all right, let's get it done. <laughs> yeah. And that feels so much more like a struggle than like, all right, what's in my energy today and what feels good to accomplish? Yeah. Giving yourself an energetic budget. 
yes. for each day. What do I have the capacity for? What can I budget for? Yeah. You'd be amazed at how many things are not actually important to your energy that day. Mm-hmm. That your mind said, this is a five alarm fire right now. Yes. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, you don't hear that. No, it's usually, yeah. And the, or the, even the thing that you thought, oh, this is going to bring me so much joy today. Mm-hmm. But energetically, it's a no, or you can feel that it's a no. Worse mm-hmm. is if you do it anyway. <laughs> And then you're like, why do I feel weird? We're all guilty of it. (laughs) Of course. I'm so guilty of it. I'm like, I thought that would be a good idea. It would make somebody happy, even if it didn't make me happy. Right? Yeah, Yeah. no. No more of that. I don't feel like we... (laughs) Celebrating no's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that a lot. Celebrating boundaries. Ooh. Yeah. Cause that's when you can expand. You're making more space for yourself. Cause it's not about like, you know, people say like, oh, I don't have the time well, you can make the time Like you can make the time to celebrate those things. Yeah. I love that card. You want to pull up yours next? Sure. Yeah. Gosh, I don't even know what these are. Oh, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Your face says everything. Oh, are you okay? Um, so God of spiritual healing, an aspect of you or a situation in your life is in need of healing. This is interesting. I like that one. It looks like they're doing Reiki. Right? And you can see that there's like points. There's like different points. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe there's cords. I'm feeling like there's cords. Yeah. There's maybe devices, cords, attachments in those areas. And he's trying to draw them out with his angelic beauty. You know, what <laughs> came up for me in a friend's reading recently is like the triad and how like, like the triangular shape and how like without one point, like the whole thing mm. would rumble. So it's like really about maybe structure and foundation and yeah. really strengthening that. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. Yeah. Cause there's like a few different points on her that he's like almost, um, <clears throat> almost like pushing that like high vibrational energy, like into her, like, yeah, and allowing it. Yeah. And allowing it to make that try, like you said, that triad. Um, the other one is very interesting is angel of addiction healing. So this is a time of positive transformation and healing. And you'll see, I mean, this is like a powerful image. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) So there's two snakes. There's kind of some energy coming out of her. Maybe that's what's falling away. I don't think it's necessarily like addiction, like what we think of when we think of addiction, you know, whereas we're thinking like substance or gambling or, you know, I don't think it's that. I think it's very much of like, what are we addicted to 
in our mindset. Mm. Those negative thought patterns, those limiting beliefs, those doubts, anxieties, fears. What is that, you know, what is that feeling like and looking like? I feel what like there's came a- up for me was about time and how we mm-hmm. are drained by these addictions. Like it drains our literal like life force and time mm-hmm. because it consumes everything in that time where we're engaged. Yeah. So like, what are you consuming? What are you being consumed by right now? Like you said, I don't think it has to do with like literal substance. I think it has to do with like where our attention is being brought. Mm -hmm. Yes. No, I I definitely agree with that. I'm just going to see what spiritual healing says. Feeling a lot in my throat right now from that card. (laughs) (laughs) Like someone needs to speak their truth. Um, So this also talks about. So the God of spiritual healing has appeared in your reading to send you light and love. So the kind of like what I was saying with like holding you, like mm-hmm. embracing you with that light and that love and feeling that presence, close your eyes and feel the love, which automatically radiates from your heart, like a crystal pink light, trust in your power of love to heal you and to heal any situation in your life that needs healing. Yeah. These go hand in hand hundred percent go hand in hand. And then the angel of addiction. Yeah. Very much in that, you know, what are you, what are you holding on to, but how is it, how is it consuming you? I think that there, there was something that kind of just came to me with the fact that, you know, we're on earth to have a human experience it's important for us to have those human experiences, but it's even more important for us to have that soul connection, not just with other people, with, with ourselves. Yeah. And being able to really go inward and be like, okay, what are those limiting beliefs that play on a loop in my head? How can I release them? How can I, you know, forgive myself for having those thought patterns Um, so it does have a suggested prayer, so I'm going to read it. So it says, dear God, angels and sended masters, help me to overcome my addiction in the most gentle and loving way possible. Give me the strength to resolve and the courage to stick with my decision to quit. May your loving and healing light balance and heal me physically, emotionally, and mentally. Help me to feel the love and light which exists at the center of my being. Help me reconnect with my inner child who lovingly holds the purest essence of who I truly am. Thank you, dear God, angels, and ascended masters. (laughs) I love that. I love that it brings up the inner child Mm because I want to talk a little bit about our thoughts And how, from what I've experienced in my own healing is a lot of times the thoughts that we're having are not necessarily from who we are currently, but Mm -hmm. parts of ourselves that still are maybe damaged or needing healing or have experienced trauma. 
and being able to recognize these thoughts that we're having and realize that they're not who we are right now, but they are Mm -hmm. parts of us that actually need like real attention right now. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but I know I brought up in our circle that I was speaking to what I thought was my shadow. And I was like, that's not what my shadow sounds like. But (laughs) when you create dialogue with these parts of yourself, Mm -hmm. you get to know them better. Yes. when, When they come up, you can, you can go, aha, Mm -hmm. that's not me. Right. I think that's such a great point. I do a lot of inner child work, especially just on my own, but also with my clients, I feel like inner child comes up pretty much in every Reiki session that I do. She's there and it's like, okay, let's talk, you know, let's, let's work through what's happening in your life. That could be a reflection of what happened when you were a child. Um, or even just those times where you feel like you're about to tantrum. Mm. You have those feelings where you're like, I'm about to have a temper, temper tantrum. Yeah. And I'm 30 years old. Like what's going on? It's your inner child. She's calling for help. She, you know, she desires to feel protected. She desires to feel loved and accepted for who she is. And for her in that moment, it's the tantrum and she's coming out. Right. And I think, um, yeah, I think when you're able to have that awareness of, okay, this is not how I'm feeling as adult Monique right now. This is, this is my child. This is, you know, who, who is this, who is this coming through Mm -hmm. and what needs to be healed because of that? Yeah. It's yeah. It's really, it's really powerful. And a lot of people will say, at least people I've encountered, they're like, Oh, I, I didn't have a traumatic childhood. It's like, well, we all hold trauma, you know, trauma isn't like capital T trauma, right? Trauma is just that faulty programming from our parents, from our generations past and how it surfaces in our lives today. You know, it's, and I think having that awareness of okay, why do I feel this certain way about something? And to kind of dig in and see, okay, I think this is my inner child, but why is she upset? Or why is she feeling this way? The Um, funny thing is with like child, like the mentality of a child mm -hmm. versus the mentality of who you are right now. Like you really can't say what was traumatic to you as a child because you're no longer in that mindset. So something that happened to me that I had like reoccurring dreams about when I was younger was like, my dad had one of those vehicles that it must've been like, um, a manual transmission or whatever. And for whatever Mm -hmm. reason, when he like would leave the vehicle in the middle, middle of the road and like, go get the mail. And then the vehicle would start rolling backwards while I was in the back seat. And this like freaked me out that like, I was going to just roll away into the woods as a child that I had like traumatic dreams about it, like over and over and over again. Wow. 
But like now as an adult, I can say, well, you know, he just didn't put the e-brake on. It wasn't going to go that far. He didn't leave me. Like he was just driving out the vehicle to get the mail. But like, as a child, you're like, oh my gosh, the worst possible thing's going to happen to me. Mm -hmm. And like, we often sort of bury these emotions. Yeah. So it's like, you can rationalize it all you want now, but if it's not something that you resolved, it's going to come up. Yeah. And it'll keep coming up. You'll repeat this cycle. Um, For me, I used to sleepwalk all the time when I was a kid, Mm. all the time. I used to talk in my sleep too scared the shit out of my boyfriend the first time that we like slept in the same bed together because he was like oh my god my girlfriend's possessed (laughs) but that was something that 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 was my inner child she loved to be able to walk around in her sleep it was something that she did I don't do it anymore I mean it took a lot of it took a lot of healing work for me to not do that anymore. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's that same, it's that same idea. And for me, it was like that frustration of like, Oh, I, I slept walked again. Like I didn't even know. <laughs> My husband does that. He, he talks and he walks in his sleep too. Yeah. It's fun. I'm sure. Yeah. I'll just start talking to his inner child while he's sleeping now. That's probably really interesting too. I'll be like, little Mikey, what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I like that. That I feel like those, I mean, all four of those cards go hand in hand, right? Hmm. Like it it is, it's all happening. Oh yeah. I got one last one we're going to pull. Let's yeah. see. This is from my, oh my God. Um, mm-hmm. This is from my herbal healing. Mm-hmm. Chamomile, inner child. Of course. Of course. <laughs> she oh really gosh. wants to play today. She does. Yeah. So what I'm getting from this card is not just like the drama, but also the playfulness. How Mm -hmm. are we being so weighed down by adulthood and begrudgingly doing things like this? The energy of this card is just all about fun and joy and picking the flowers and checking to see if you like butter or not under your chin (laughs) and all of like the fun little silly things you use to find joy in and like revisiting that and really finding your passion through your inner child. If you're really out of balance, out of sorts, feeling like you have no direction or you're not sure about where you're going, like you need to have some conversations with that inner child because she clearly knows where she wanted to go or he wanted to go mm-hmm. when you were young and somehow losing that joy and that connection and that fun that just was innate within us, you know, made you sort of lose your path. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Just like running around in your yard barefoot, just like 
not caring, not caring, just all those worries, just like all the confidence, right? Mm. Your inner child has so much confidence. She doesn't care. She's going to wear that bikini and cowboy boots. She's going to strut around her living room. Like she does not care. (laughs) She's going to put all of those. Do you remember? I'm seeing it so vividly. Remember those, um, like adhesive gems, like body jewelry that you could get, just putting them like all over your face when you were little. Mm -hmm. Um, Like it's a very rainy day here today, like jumping in a puddle. Yeah. Just being joyful, being playful and like not judging yourself about it. I think that's a big part. Like sometimes we feel like, oh, my inner child really wants to do this, but I don't know if I want to do that. (laughs) Like that rational part of your adult mind says you can't do that because you're an adult. Adults don't do that. It's like my husband went out and he bought like six different horror movie, like themed coloring books. And I was like, (laughs) good for you. Do it. Yeah. I like applauded him. I was like, it's about time you did something for fun. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And not, and not caring and just doing it because it feels good or getting a canvas out. I don't know. I'm seeing, seeing like a flash right now, but like getting a canvas out, just getting a bunch of paints and like finger painting, totally just being creative, tapping open your sacral chakra and just allowing that creativity to flow. I think the best part about when we were kids is like, we didn't really care that much about being perfect. No. Like I wanted to be a singer movie star and I thought I had like the most amazing voice and I didn't need lessons or anything. I was just perfect. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. All the confidence in the world we have, um, in our living room, we have this thing, um, like a like a raised floor but I called it the stage and I would spend every night after dinner performing in front of my family putting on different costumes like it was something that I always did it was just like oh yeah that's what we do that's just what we do after dinner is we put on a show Yeah. And the fact that it was so easy for you to put on different costumes it was like you didn't have to be the same person every night. And like, no. why do we do that to ourselves as adults? We put, we like to put ourselves in boxes. We like unless to put ourselves in boxes. Unless we're cats, it's not fun. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. No, I think, I think adults in general just need more of that playfulness and more of that just like surrendering to doing something because you feel it and you want to do it and being okay with the outcome. You know, if you're covered in dirt or covered in paint or (laughs) I think, yeah, we, we get too caught up in just being humans and doing human things that we forget that like innocent part, that essence of us. I love pretending to be a cat or a dog when I was a kid. 
I was like, I don't want to be a person. I want to be a cat or a dog. I worked with a little girl who, who wanted to be a cat. Actually, I worked with several. This is interesting. I've worked with several students who wanted to be cats and would like meow at me and stuff. Hmm. Interesting. I would ask their like inner child, like, what is the significance of wanting to be a cat? Like what about it is appealing? I think cats just do what they want and they don't care. Oh yeah. They're kind of feisty. Yeah. Answer to no one. Yeah, they really do. I know. (laughs) They can be such brats, but like, (laughs) they don't care. No. They're like the perfect spiritual like embodiment of like how you should go through life. They really are. They just nap when they want. They rest when they want. They eat when they want. They go get what they want when they want. Yeah. They find those sunspots and they just kind of like nestle themselves in it. They're like, I don't want attention right now. Thank you. Or I demand your attention right now. (laughs) Like literally they just are like the perfect example of a generator. They either have the energy for you or they don't. Mm -hmm. I'm a generator. Yeah. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's very much my, that's very much my thing. I either have the energy or I don't. And people that are close to me know Like I will tell them and say, I do not have the energetic capacity for you today. And some of them get it. Some of them don't, but yeah, it's, and it's taking my power back. Like, that's really what it is. It's like, I'm returning that, that power and that energy back to myself. When I say, every time I say no, Mm -hmm. every time I say yes. Yeah. It's it's a good feeling. I feel like even though you learn the lesson, sometimes you are just like on that verge where you're like, I know I should say no, but I'm going to say this. Yes. Just one time. Right. Yeah. That, that brings me to that whole world of people pleasing that I think mm-hmm. I know I struggle with. I know a lot of people I talk to struggle with. And I wonder, does that go back to like inner child? I think it does, you know, think about when you were a kid and you were constantly, at least I was constantly craving that external validation. You really didn't have that internal validation yet. Mm. You might've, if you got like a really cool sticker book, you were excited about, right? (laughs) (laughs) My inner child's so happy now, just digging into all of the things I used to love, but I think that we crave that external validation of like, you did a good job or you're a good girl or here's a gold sticker. Mm. And I think that that's very like, we aim to please. Yeah. So it just kind of carries into our adult lives. Um, Yeah. I'm a recovered people pleaser. I like to say that I'm recovered. (laughs) Um, I have my moments, but I feel like just knowing that I'm a generator, knowing my human design, I know that if I don't listen to my sacral authority, if I don't lean into that, and if I don't listen when it's saying, this is a hell no, Mm -hmm. I know the universe is going to punch me in the throat. (laughs) (laughs) 
don't want that. <laughs> a statement if I ever heard one. So I think what this is tying into is the little celebrations, that mm-hmm. internal validation, that mm-hmm. stop being validated by things that no longer serve you. Yes. Yes. How many stop. times have we done that just for the validation from someone else? And it doesn't mm-hmm. even satisfy us. It's true. And when we don't seek that external validation, like I had a reel that I put up, I did it really fast. Like I did it in seconds. I was just like, I don't care how many followers. I don't care who sees it, whatever. I have 12,000 people view it. Wow. Not that that matters, but like, I was like, I don't care. And I think when you don't like, you know, focus on the likes, focus on the follows, focus on people are saying you're doing a good job. Like Mm. just really turning inward, like you said, and just having those celebrations of like, look how far I've come in my healing journey. Look how far I've come in just my life. And just even in this moment and finding that gratitude within you of like, yes, like I did that. I didn't need anyone's validation. Um, You know, like, and even like simple things that you can do to just internally validate yourself, like going out to eat and, you know, you have friends all around you eating salads and you're like, I want those damn truffle fries. Yeah. And I'm going to eat them and it's going to make me feel good. <laughs> and just like trusting yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think when you're a generator, just to talk about food a little bit, because I've been experimenting with food. Yeah. My husband said I couldn't eat ice cream every day and lose weight. And guess what I did? (laughs) I decided I was going to eat what felt aligned. So if I picked a flavor I didn't like, I didn't eat it. Right. It's just it like, or if I didn't want to eat it, I didn't eat it. Like it just came down to, did it feel good? Mm-hmm. Did I believe in myself to have enough? Did I do what I wanted to do and not listen to somebody else? Like he had like good intentions to tell me this. Like he was just trying to be a man helpful person, which isn't always the case. <laughs> but I was like, I'm going to show you otherwise, because like, I believe like I can still eat healthy and have ice cream every day. Yeah. And I, I, I think if I just let him validate that fear within me that like, mm. oh yeah, you know, evidence shows me that based on other people always eating ice cream, it didn't end well, but I was like, no, my gut tells me this is okay. And I'll keep <laughs> doing it until my gut tells me not to. I've had like stretches of time where I was like, I don't really want any ice cream. Or I've bought ice cream and I was like, this is disgusting. I'm not eating it. I'm mm-hmm. like an ice cream snob now. So <laughs> I'm kind of the same way. <laughs> I used to be the person who would like just eat the thing because it was there. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, no. And like, so with food, even like, what are you saying yes to that you shouldn't mm-hmm. be saying yes to? Like, if you don't like raw carrots, don't eat them. It's probably not good for you. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Don't do it because you should like get rid of the shoulds. 
I think that's a big thing with this full moon. Get rid of the should. Well, I should have done X, Y, Z. Or I should be doing this. Like, get rid of the shoulds because they don't serve you. Yeah, I think that that's such an important thing. Just continuously internal, internally validate yourself and what you're doing and do things because they feel good and not care. I have a lot of people who listen who are also entrepreneurs Mm. or they want to start being an entrepreneur. And I liked what you were talking about with TikTok because people are going to should all over you about how to create your business, how to promote your business, how to show up in the world. I mean, I feel like you flow pretty well with what you're doing. If you want to talk about that, (laughs) I think that would be really interesting for people to hear. Yeah. I think that for me, what I'm feeling more and more is your business is an extension of your soul. That just came to me. It really is. It really is because it, it shouldn't be separate. It should be authentic always. You know, if you are getting those messages of things that you're going through come up and surface, I think it's okay to, I think it's okay to share them. Um, <clears throat> but just making sure that you're really making that, that soul connection with someone that your ego isn't getting in the way. And you're like, money, 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 money. Because I feel like when you get into this entrepreneur space, there's a lot of people, at least just in my experience, and probably with just anyone in the entrepreneur space, there's a lot of people telling you what to do. And I'm a generator. I'm also an Aries. So I don't like being told what to do. (laughs) It doesn't vibe. It doesn't feel good. So if someone tells me, you have to get rid of your one-on-one clients or you have to use Pinterest to generate sales. First of all, I did do that. I still don't know what I'm doing (laughs) and I'm okay with that. Or you have to have a blog on your website. For me, I started doing the blog and I was like, this doesn't feel in alignment. And Mm. I think that's what it just goes back to. Like your business needs to feel in alignment not just for you, but for your clients. And it might take some evolving. It might take some shifting to get something that feels right. Um, And just going back to like the energetic budget um, capacity for me, like my clients know that if I don't have the energetic capacity for them, we're probably going to reschedule because they deserve me at my best. Mm-hmm. they don't deserve me on a call with them or an in-person session. And I'm just crying the whole time because, <laughs> you know, maybe it's for me holding, you know, they're holding space for me instead of I'm holding space for them. So I think just being very aware of when it's a hell yes. And when it's a hell no, and just going through your business like that, you're going to make mistakes. It's, it's just natural. You're going to make mistakes, but knowing that you're doing something that's in alignment, knowing that you're doing something that feels good 
is going to allow you to be a really great um, a business owner. Um, yeah. I could go on and on about just <laughs> being an entrepreneur. Do you know your profile for human design? Um, oh my gosh, at the top of my head. I feel like I'm a, I want to say six, two, maybe. I have okay. to look it up. Yeah. You'll let me know later, but for me, being a one three is all about like the individual journey and the trial mm-hmm. and error. And so like, for me, I feel like I'm always in a crash course for trying everything. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately I get really excited by ideas that maybe aren't always meant to work out. And I've come to the understanding that what works at one point might not always work continuously. Mm-hmm. And I realized like you could have all the formulas and all this and that for how every algorithm works, but ultimately like your energy more than anything is going to be the most important because Mm -hmm. you can't sustain whatever the algorithm is currently telling you, you have to do, you're going to burn out really fast and Mm -hmm. it happens. And maybe like for a short period of time, that was part of your journey was working on that platform. But I think it's so important to just be so open to play. Mm -hmm. Like it is really intimate, your business, but like, if you're not having fun, what is even the point anymore? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Like for me, I love, I love creating materials and I love creating newsletters. I love it. (laughs) It lights me up. So much. I make newsletters all the time or even for like a follow-up email after like a session. I like take my time. I find the perfect image, the perfect frequency music. I love that. There are definitely aspects of my business that I do not love, but they're necessary. (laughs) But yeah, I think, yeah, being playful with it and just allowing that playfulness to come through like allowing your inner child to come through in your business I just like I just heard that so loud and clear I feel like she would probably do a better job than most people who are like oh yeah funnels and landing pages and throwing this like coaching stuff I get like I think messages and emails daily about like you should join my new coaching and I'm like I don't need Mm -hmm. it I can just listen to what my gut leads me to Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think sometimes we get caught up in, you know, I have to do a c- course to master this or to have the right qualifications. And although you might, you know, you know, you might think that just with how you've been raised and brought up, I think the power is you have everything within you mm-hmm. already in your own personal, intimate, wonderfully sparkly universe that's within you and you just have to be able to go in and remember what you already know yes I love that I love that so much because if you think about it we've been here more than one time we're existing in this singular reality in different dimensions 
Mm-hmm. We've experienced things in other realities that we don't even know we've experienced. Yeah. But it's all like at our core in our soul being. Right. Yeah. We have it all. They just have to tap in. Yeah. Remember who you are. That mm-hmm. process is very messy. <laughs> it is. It, it takes messy action in order for that to really come to fruition. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love this conversation. It was so much fun. Yeah. Why don't you tell my listeners where they can find you? Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram at at Monique.Vacon. You can also find me on my website, um, soultransformationlove.com. I do virtual um, sessions. I do group sessions that are in person. I do group sessions virtually. Um, just a lot of options because I know people are busy and, you know, they want to be able to fit in some self-care. That's what I'm here for. Um, yeah, that's where you can find me. The book that I'm a part of is coming out super soon. So that will be on my website very soon. Um, it's all about my self-love journey. You can kind of, you know, take that curtain back a little and, and see what's, what my story is all about. Um, but yeah, no, this was, this was really fun. I, I think this is the best way for us to do an episode together. Yeah. I love it. I'm going to have all of your links in my show notes so they can find you. Perfect. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week and uh, until next time. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. I just wanted to take a quick moment of your time to let you know of some of the exciting things I have going on over at Intuition by Tia Marie. I am now offering Akashic attunements. So these are a complement to the Akashic healing audios I've been creating over the last few weeks. I am now using the same energy delivery to attune people to different energies. I have so many ideas running through me right now, but the biggest ones that have come through are an attunement to the Akashic Records and an attunement to the energy of a microdose for magic mushrooms. I love the microdosing one because it allows you to feel that expansion energy without the use of actual plant medicine or drugs. And I didn't think that I would ever need an Akashic attunement because (laughs) I work in the Akashic records literally almost daily. I don't know if there is a day that goes by that I don't go in them. But everyone that had tried my attunement for the Akashic Records or purchased it has said nothing but the most amazing things. And so I felt it would be wrong if I didn't experience the energy of it myself. So it was, to say the least, beyond my expectations. 
they removed some energy blockages that I had behind my zeal chakra. I received so many amazing, beautiful messages about my work in the records, what the records can be used for, and I received a very special message from an archangel that I will start to be working with more often. If this is something you would love to try for yourself, you can either purchase it directly on my website, intuitionbytiamarie.com, under Akashic Downloads, or if you decide you could become a Patreon, the Akashic Attunement is a part of my Akashic Healing Library, and you can experience it there. I hope you guys have a lovely week and until next time. Hey guys, I just wanted to say thank you for taking the time to spend with me today and listening to this episode. Look out for the next episode dropping soon and make sure you like and subscribe so you will know and get notifications when that happens. You can also follow me on Instagram or Facebook. I am Intuition by Tia Marie. And I also have a website you can check out, www.intuitionbytiamarie.com. All links will be in the show notes. Until next time, 